Welcome to the Hard Fat Truth. This is a podcast about weight loss and building a community around weight loss. Whether you want to lose weight or whether you've already lost weight and want to help others, we're going to take this journey together and this project together. I'm the host of the show, Chris Bell. Let's get the show started. Welcome to the next episode of the Hard Fat Truth. I want to just talk about how excited I am for the last podcast and the interview with my friend Steph. I think that it was an amazing podcast and it's probably the first time I've ever gone back and listened to my own podcast four times. In all honesty, I don't listen to them more than once and I just, if you ever get into anything like this, listening to your own voice always sounds weird, but that one I've gone back and listened to four times myself and it was, I'm excited. I think it was a great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back and take that opportunity and listen to the podcast on Common Ground. And just, it really resonated with me because we come from two separate lifestyles growing up, but the commonality and what we deal with on a personal level, on a mental level is is interesting and it's amazing. And we're much more alike as humans than we think we are no matter where we're at in our struggle. And I think it's important. I think it's important to recognize that and important to realize that there's a lot of commonality between all of us, even though we physically see lots of differences in ourselves. So with that, I want to jump right into the podcast. I'm not talking about any housekeeping items other than if you're just joining for the first time, go back and take a listen to some of the other podcasts. And if you're a longtime listener since we started this project in March, I sincerely appreciate you guys listening. And it's important. It's important to me and it's important to grow this group and grow the podcast that's going on. Um, It gets bigger every week and it's an amazing thing to me. And, you know, it's something I took on as a project and I was scared to do. And we've reached out and built it much larger and it's becoming something bigger and something better than what I ever thought it would be. And I think that that's awesome. It's awesome. It's doing things that I'd hoped it would do, but didn't imagine it would actually do. So we also created a group. Well, let's start back. We we created a Facebook page and that Facebook page was to get the podcast out. I just, how do I get it out there and what do I do? I need something to post it social media wise and get it in front of people. It's what I knew. It's what I chose. So from that, we learned that posting in that group meant that everything was public. So we learned that this journey is not public for everyone. Okay, no big deal. We'll fix that. We'll create a group. So the group is private. And by private, I mean, if you're in the group and you have access to it, that's all that sees your post inside of there is whoever is in that group. So that group has held pretty solid at 68 people. It hasn't really grown. And that is something I wanted to do. I want it to grow, and I'll explain that in a bit here. Uh, It's not for my own selfishness, but because I think if we grow the group, we can create more resources for everybody that's in that group, and that's important to me, and I think it's important to the people that are in there. Out of the 68 people, there's a core group of people that interact, and I think that that's awesome. But over the last several months, I've had many people reach out to me in private messages. 
Some of the people are in the group. Some of the people are not in the group. And in fact, I have more private messages than I do group interaction. And if you're sitting here right now pissed off because you believe that I'm about to talk about you not interacting in the group but private messaging me, uh, you know, don't blow your ego up because it's not just one of you. It's a multitude of people. And that's cool. I, I get it. I get that maybe you want to have a private journey and that talking about this is difficult. And I get that. I, I've lived a difficult life and I lived the shame of being overweight in the past. But there's not going to be success in you being alone on an island. And that really is this episode, is alone on an island. So if you're alone on an island, you are going to struggle in your long-term goal. But you're also creating a safe place for you to fail. And I think that's what pisses me off the most about that when people reach out to me and talk privately is that I can see that end goal for you. I can see the positive side of opening up and bringing people on with you or opening up and stepping off into where other people are. I can see the reward. I can see the benefits because I've lived that benefit. So am I ticked off at a bunch of you? A little bit, a little bit because I can see your future. If you're willing to put the work in and you're willing to put the effort in, I can see the future. But if you're creating a safe place for yourself, you're already allowing yourself to fail. Don't do that. That's bullshit. You know, and some people are sending me messages that are good. That, hey, I've lost this much weight over the last few weeks, but I don't really want to tell people. Or, hey, you know, I'm struggling. I'm only down up to, um, but I'm down two pairs of pants size. Wait a minute. Why are you not celebrating that? Why is that not a success you want to share with people? I think that goes to the conversation Steph and I had about our losses. I can come home and tell you right now today, several losses that have taken place this week. Had a long weekend, took an extra day, didn't eat so well through that. I had to play catch up through this week at work, which made it a little bit busy in spots and I had to make a lot of extra phone calls at work um, trying to squeak in stuff I missed for those two days that I was off and I missed some workouts this week and the podcast didn't get out on Friday morning like I normally have it out I'm here recording it on Friday night well my daughter's in bed and my wife is at work because it's the only time I could do it at so instead of thinking that as a loss that's a win Friday. Still get my podcast put together. I'm still going to get it out. It's going to be late, but it's out on Friday. And that's okay because I'm learning that not everybody tunes in the minute I put it out on Friday. I, I think that that would be a bit narcissistic of me to believe that. So reach out and how do you step out of that island? And how do you step out of that spot? And how do you celebrate your wins? First off, if you're losing weight and you're having some success, if it's four pounds over six weeks, that's great. You know why that's great? Because I believe that you're making a lifestyle change if you're losing four pounds over six weeks. If you messaged me and told me you lost four pounds this week and you're not, you know, morbidly obese, 
then I'm going to believe that you made some kind of a dramatic change that caused that to take place that's not lifestyle sustaining. And I'm going to be more fearful of that. If you message me and tell me I lost four pounds in six weeks, good stuff, man. Now go celebrate that and step out and tell people about it. Tell people about your win. Spend some time reflecting. Don't think about what comes to your mind right away. At the end of the night or the end of your cycle, maybe it's one week cycle, maybe it's a two week cycle where you're really monitoring your weight. Stop and think about your wins over the last couple of weeks. What were you good at? What was successful? What worked for you? If you get a thought that comes into your head about what didn't work for you or what you did wrong, let it go. I'm going to go back to what Colette has taught me in yoga and that's acknowledge it and let it go. It doesn't serve you. Acknowledge your wins. Don't let that go. Write it down if you have to. Make sure you give yourself the reward of the good things you're doing for yourself. Now, placing yourself out alone means that you're not building a team around you and you're not building a community around you. You need to do that. When Amy and I first started dating, we had the opportunity to both review, and I believe she's the one that found it and sent it to me, an interesting TED video, TEDx video. I don't, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I'll, I'll just, whatever, it is what it is. A TEDx video by a psychiatrist called Brene Brown. And it's a video called The Power of Vulnerability. If you haven't watched that video yet, or you haven't had the opportunity, or you haven't heard of it, the minute this podcast is done, go find it. I've sent this to friends in the past, over the past five years. It's important. It's important because this woman talks about what happens when you allow yourself to be vulnerable. And the interesting part is through her process of writing this book and building this system about the power of vulnerability, she had a bit of a breakdown where she had to go and see a psychiatrist herself. Um, don't know the details because I honestly haven't watched the video in a couple of years. But I recall that part of it where she had to allow herself to be vulnerable, not because she's going to see a co-worker for a professional opinion on the book or her process that she's coming up with, because in the process of building her thought around the power of vulnerability, she started to think that maybe she was wrong and that her thought process wasn't proper. Does that sound familiar? Does it sound like Steph's podcast? Does it sound like my inner gremlin podcast? Does it sound like uh, gauging ourselves or a personal reflections podcast? We're all going through that. And I think that that was an important thing. But the neat part is what she gets through the video about the reward that comes from being vulnerable. So we create this giant wall, this giant fear, this giant monster or demon about the fact that the minute we let ourselves be vulnerable, the fact that you first step out and tell people you're about to take on a healthy lifestyle change, that's scary. You are going to lose 20 pounds and you want to commit that to somebody and be open about it. That's scary. Why is it scary? It's scary for two things. One, you think people are judging you. And you think people are going to think different of you. Two, well, the minute you put it out there and make it more public, the minute you have to be successful. Because if you don't, you failed everybody you spoke to. And that's freaking scary, man. 
But the power of that and the drive that that will give you to not fail should be more rewarding. By not being vulnerable, not putting yourself out there, you're providing a space for yourself to fail. If you're providing that space for yourself to fail, what you're telling yourself right now is, I'm okay with dying sooner in life. And I'm going to be that harsh. If you're okay with being that overweight and not making a move or not making an adjustment or coming up with a series of excuses as to why you're not successful, the big picture is you need to sit down and tell yourself with, I'm okay with dying earlier. I'm also okay with probably having less of a quality of life later on in life. Because being unhealthy is going to lead to a multitude of health problems. I thought about listing them. I'm not even going to get into them. It's going to lead to a poor quality you. And that's not something I want to be. And I hope that's not something you want to be. So you can live in instant gratification now of failing and not getting to where you want to. Or you can deal with an earlier death or you can do something to become healthy. Ben Labity articulates this in his book, Eating Sober, which I've read a chunk of. And he gives some tools in that that tell you what to expect when you tell people that you're going to eat sober. And I think that's a neat term. You tell people you're eating sober. It kind of confuses people a little. If you tell people you're trying to be more healthy, I want to live a healthier lifestyle, that really doesn't give them enough information. When you tell people, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to lose 20 pounds, you're being very specific. And I think in the closed group, be specific because we're all in that fight together. But in a public setting or people that you don't think are on your side publicly with you or in your friends group, then maybe you don't need to be as specific with them. Just be open about it and be prepared for the people who will challenge that. I ran into that in the early stages of my weight loss. I ran into people who told me, well, you're working out like five days a week. You're, you're, you're obsessive. This isn't good for you. Wait, are you kidding me? This isn't good for me? My resting heart rate going from 80 some odd beats a minute down to 43 because I'm healthier isn't good for me. Yeah, no, you're not selling me on that one. At that time, I did question myself, but now there's no way I wouldn't question it in a heartbeat. Ah, no pun intended. That was terrible. It's a dad joke. The problem I have is that when those people are against you and you're fearful of those people knowing about it are those people that are really are they that important to you are they important that you're worried about hurting their feelings or hurting their thought of you that you're willing to give up your health if you are shut the podcast off now because i can't help you because if you're willing to put everybody else in front of you and not deal with yourself and make yourself healthy then i can't help you the group isn't going to help you. You're going to have to fire some friends. That's what I looked at it like when I was first in these stages. It was very black and white to me. You're not with me, then you're against me. You're gone. And it's terrible. It was a terrible approach. I don't necessarily recommend that approach. Uh, years later, I just had a recent conversation with another friend about how our friends are really a series of circles. 
that grow from the inside to the outside. Think, think of the ring of a tree. And sometimes those people in those inner circles have to move to the outside. Maybe they don't serve us right now. Maybe they don't serve you on a weight loss journey. Maybe they don't serve you on a healthy lifestyle journey. Maybe they don't serve you while you're trying to eat sober. But maybe they'll serve you in another part of your life. So you need to move them to the outside. With that said, there may be some people on the outside you're not even aware of that you need to start bringing to the inside. That's where the Facebook group comes in. Again, facebook.com slash groups slash hard fat truth. Jump in because there's going to be some people that are really at the outside of your ring right now that you don't even know. And you're going to be able to bring them in as a resource for you. That's why it's important to be vulnerable. Because the minute you allow yourself to be vulnerable and the minute you communicate and the minute you grow that circle of friends that you don't even know exists right now, there are people willing to impact your life right now that you don't even know. And that's a reality. But right now you're focused on those few other people that you might offend or that they might judge you. They're not serving you. These other people out here, they'll serve you. Why do I want to grow the group? I want to grow the group because I want more resources. I want more resources for myself. I want more resources for you. I want more resources inside of there that are going to help each other because I may not align with everybody in that group or I may not align with a particular topic. Um, For instance, Sean just recently posted about supplements. Now, I'm betting they work for him. There's some things with supplements and some of his great successes he's had that are helping him. And that's awesome. For me, my only supplement is protein. I'm not a supplement guy. I've done them in the past. They might serve me in the future though. So I pose the question, what do they do for you? Or how do you see the benefit of it? Because they may serve me in the future. And it may be a tool and a resource I need to touch base with. And I think that's great. And I think that Sean has a lot to offer. He's offered a lot in meals. He's offered a lot in in engagement. He was the first person to post live videos inside the group. And, and I'm sorry if I'm publicly putting you out on the radio here, Sean, but but there's some great stuff coming from him. And I don't see him posting just in there. There's another group we're both in, and I see him posting other engagement stuff in there that's not necessarily healthy lifestyle, but just lifestyle stuff. So he's a resource to multiple people. That's awesome. Make use of that resource. Join the group. Become a resource yourself. If you happen to be somebody who's already lost the weight, be a resource. That's amazing. If you happen to be somebody in the middle of this, you're probably a resource and you don't know it. You probably have some ideas, some tips, some tools that are going to help somebody else. So it's important for you to engage. If you're in the group and you're not engaging, I'm challenging you this week to step up, say hi, say something, throw something out there. Uh, In the recent week, just had a gentleman from the UK who said, hey, I'm a listener. And this is about time I post in here. Man, that was amazing. That was amazing because here's a listener who jumped in from the other side of the world. Uh, Maybe he found us because there's a Chatham-Kent in the UK and and we're in Chatham-Kent in Canada. But he's been listening to the podcast and he, he jumped in and he posted something. That was great. So I reached out immediately. But what was better about that was not that somebody is engaging. It's that other people jumped in to provide him with some more information and more resources. Hey, man, try this. Hey, what about this as an option? Oh, this is your struggle? Let me help you out with a suggestion here. The autonomy in that group 
is what fills my heart when I see that happen. I'm not there to solve everybody's problem. I may not have the answer to everything. So why do you need more resources? I want to make this podcast better. I've been recently reaching out and making myself vulnerable to other people that do podcasts on a more professional level than me. Some people aren't getting back to me. Some people have gotten back to me and said, yeah, your sound is not professional. It's not where it needs to be. And they provided a couple of pieces that, you know, there's scales above me that, that I'm not going to um, grow from. I'm not monetizing this podcast. I'm not advertising in it to make money from it. It's a personal project and it, it's close to my heart. It's not about me trying to find a way to build advertisement and make money on it. So those guys don't pertain to me. But then I've had a few people get back to me and provide me with a couple of suggestions. So that's having discernment. Understanding that when you provide vulnerability, you're going to get no feedback, negative feedback, and some information that becomes a resource to you. You need to learn to filter through when you create that vulnerability. The no feedback, ignore it. Don't judge it. Who cares? Five years ago, I couldn't do that. The negative feedback that's short, sweet, but just people challenge you back. Okay, maybe there's something in there, but not right now. And then the few people that provide me with some information on how to get a little bit better. Well, hey, there we go. Now I've got a resource. And now I've got somebody I can reach out to on a, on a basis and grow from. So I'm challenging you to be vulnerable. If you're not active, become active. Put something out there. Put your win out there. Give me your win for this last week. What have you done to improve yourself? Or what have you seen success in the last week? If you're scared to do that, do it anyways. You might be shocked what comes out of it. Like being successful for yourself. You might be shocked at people that you'll find and meet up with in it. So I think that there's some amazing stuff that come out of it. So my new challenge, I want to continue to get better at podcasting. So what did I do today? I reached out to the Toastmasters Club. Uh, this is not a place to make toast or bagels. This is a Toastmasters Club, which is known around the world. And the Chatham-Kent region has 16 members in it. And I want to go to a couple of meetings at the Toastmasters, which is learning to be a better public speaker, how to better lead at meetings, and how to really grow in a leadership role. But it is mostly about public speaking and getting better at speaking. Why do I want to do that? Because I want to find a way to be a better speaker on my podcast. I was a terrible public speaker. I'm staring at a microphone right now. That's a lot different than a public speaking. I could take an eight-minute speech in high school and turn it into two and a half, no matter how many times I looked at it. Why can I podcast? It's a lot different. Unlike school, I don't have to stare at the microphone and picture all of my listeners naked, because that's weird. Um, it also didn't work in high school either when you stare up at your whole class and then try to imagine. I don't know why I was told that, but that doesn't work. That only makes me more fearful and made me talk even faster, so... So I'm going to do that. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going to go be vulnerable with a group of people who are avid speakers. And I'm going to learn a thing or two. Maybe I learn one or two things and pull it back and the podcast gets better. Maybe I get nothing from it. I don't buy that. There's always something to be had from, from going somewhere and trying something new. So there's my challenge to you guys. Step into the group. Join it if you're not on it. If you're messaging me private, go find the group. 
If you want to keep messaging me privately, I'm okay with that. Remember, there's a multitude of you that are doing that. So it's not just one of you. And I'm not signaling out one individual here. Step out and do that. Because there's good stuff to come from it. Um, one of the ones I want to talk about is it was a private message. And I think this is, this is a good conversation that could have been had in the group. He pointed out something that I don't, don't take it wrong, was not an excuse. He was just, we got talking about a bunch of different things. And one of the books or articles he read recently was talking about we're fighting evolution as humans. As humans, we're used to packing on some weight in the winter, eating more dense foods to help get our bodies through the winter from caveman days. And that we naturally go through that cycle and then it's a struggle come summertime to get it off. And if we only switched up some things, maybe that would help. But the point of that is some people would take that information and say, you know, I'm fighting evolution. I call bullshit on that. That's an excuse. Why is it an excuse? And, and this individual was not using it as an excuse. It was just a topic we talked about. But people who are taking things like this and using it as an excuse to not reach out, it's bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Because cavemen ate meat. They ate fat, they ate nuts, hunters, gatherers, um, follows more of the paleo diet if you're into that. They didn't freaking have McDonald's. There wasn't Dairy Queen where they're going to get blizzards. They weren't struggling with those issues. Those are today's issues that we're dealing with today. You cannot tell me that we gained 20 pounds in the winter because Dairy Queen? Like, like I, it doesn't jive with me. You're setting yourself up for failure again. You're utilizing it as an excuse if you're reading this kind of information and you buy into it and you look at it. So that kind of a topic discussed in the group might provide some information and might call some people out on our lies to ourselves and our bullshit. Again, if I'm standing in the kitchen eating five cookies and I don't come on and tell you guys about it in my group and I don't provide honesty to everybody, my family... I'm only lying to one person, myself. I'm only hurting one person, myself. This same individual and I had conversations about making sure that we follow the 80-20. Make sure that we go out and stop and have ice cream once in a while. I'm still a fan of that. If your heart knows that you've got to eat Brussels sprouts and chicken breast for every meal of the day until you lose all your weight, you're not going to be happy and you're going to quit. Get engaged in the group, get vulnerable, drop something into the group, join the group if you're not in it, help grow the group, help grow resources for everybody, help become a resource, move yourself to somebody else's inner circle on their friendship, join somebody's outer circle on their friendship, meet some people that you don't know because there's common ground, common ground in what we're all dealing with here. We're all dealing with a struggle. Life's a struggle. It's not just the eating. Life in general is a struggle from day to day. And we have plenty of wins that we need to do. Drop the negativity. Drop the negativity of being alone. Don't put yourself on an island. No man or woman can live alone on an island without support. Build a bridge off the island. Walk off the island or invite people onto your island. Whether that's two people or 68 people in the group or... 2,000 people on your Facebook. I don't know what that looks like for you. Um, and grow. 
as I've joined a couple of guys groups that are paleo, I'm learning a bit more about the specifics of paleo. As I'm in a keto group, I'm learning more specifics about it. I'm not specific to any one of those things for myself. But what I'm doing is trying to educate myself at what options are out there so I can answer questions for people and pull in some of those things. Because there's each piece of that probably works for me in some way or another. So grow the resources. That's what we're here to do. We're here to grow resources and we're here to grow the group. And I'm here to grow a community. I believe in this. I believe it has impact and I believe that it is something that's helping some people. And I believe that it's helping me. It's helping me maintain what I need to do. You guys are important to me. The people who have listened from day one are important. The people who are just starting to listen now, you're important. And you're important to all of us when we grow this. And it's it's a passion for me. I appreciate what everybody's doing. I appreciate the engagement. I appreciate my wife's support in doing this. I appreciate my friend's support that have reached out and done this. I've got another interview coming up with an individual that I do some cycling with. Again, slightly different lifestyle than me, but some common ground again and some interesting stuff that comes from this individual will be on the next interview. Um, had the opportunity to finally sit down and record it. So I, I'm interested in getting that out. And then I'm starting to look now and think about who else I want to interview. We're doing some stuff locally and that's great but I want to start reaching out a little bit further and I want to start reaching out to some potentials that are out there. Um, and, and I'm asking people, I'm asking bigger name people that are more involved in this than I am and I'm getting no responses and I'm going to keep knocking on doors. I'm going to keep knocking down doors and I'm going to keep pushing forward until I get what I want out of this. This project for now is a one-year project. I need to make 52 weeks. Heck, we're almost halfway there. But... Beyond that, this may be a lifetime project, and I'm going to continue to take that approach. I'm going to knock down doors and gather people that I can to help out. And if that takes me from now until I'm 65 years old, so be it. I'm okay with that. Take on the challenges I'm giving. Take on the challenges that other people provide and join the group. Thank you for listening. I appreciate everybody. Uh, I'm a bit rambly tonight as I'm stuck at home watching the timer on this. This is important and I hope that everybody joins in and listens to the podcast, share the podcast. Please go on to iTunes. If you're getting anything from these and you're gathering something out of it, again, I'm not monetizing these, but because of that, it's important for you to go give a rating on an episode or Give a review if you can step in for iTunes and provide a review. Um, you know, there's multiple platforms around with Overcast, Pocket Cast, we're on Spotify. This continues to grow because of the listeners that are out there and it's important. Um, I invest my time into it and I am asking everybody out there now that listens to go invest two minutes now and provide a quick review or a quick rating on it and help keep us at the forefront it's not something I want to do when it comes to this is monetizing and it's a personal project and I appreciate everyone. Have a great weekend.